This week on Inside Motorsport, we look back at all the action from Rally Australia with Chris Nixon. I hope you'll stay with us. Well, Chris Nixon, the Australian World Rally Championship round up on the, well, on the north coast of New South Wales was run last weekend and uh, what an exciting event it turned out to be. It was a fantastic event for the first um, East Coast round of the World Rally Championship. It, of course, had been run in uh, WA from, 2000 and, uh, from uh, 1988 to 2006. And uh, this is the first time it had come east, the idea being that uh, the crowds here were bigger, the, uh, the media deadlines would be more suitable, and um, hopefully um, you would get more coverage, and that's turned out to be the case. And it's great to see that drama and controversy on the uh, roads of uh, north, the north coast of New South Wales were where the action was, and it, it still wasn't decided even after uh, Sebastian Loeb came across the finish line on the last stage. It was an extraordinary final two, 24 hours that uh, began when uh, at the super special stage uh, in Mwollombar on Saturday night when... Mikko Herbert and Sebastian Loeb and Danny Sordo emerged one-tenth of a second apart uh, with, uh, with uh, Sordo in the lead and the two championship rivals, Herbert and, and uh, Loeb, uh, tied equal second um, in, in, the, in the Rally Australia competition and only three points apart in, in, in the World Championship with two rounds to go after Australia. You couldn't write a better script for an exciting final day. Um, it proved to be the case that um, that earlier on the Saturday, uh, Loeb had uh, brought tactics into play and slowed down in order to to ensure that he would not be first on the road on Sunday and left his rival Herbert to sweep the roads for him. But uh, Loeb really poured on the pace once the rally began yesterday morning or on uh, Sunday morning, and uh, from then on he really dominated the day. Uh, subsequently, he was mounted the podium as. Uh, the first place finisher and uh, went through the usual uh, celebrations and champagne sprays and it was only six hours later that uh, Sebastian and his uh, Citroen teammates Danny Sordo and Sebastian Auger were um, all relegated um, down the order after being penalised a minute each for having cars that basically um, uh, failed their homologation test. They uh, they weren't as they should have been. They had um, illegal um, um, front anti-roll bar links and um, they were all demoted. So a sensational um, late night development after the rally had finished. Get you the Monday press as well, which is uh, exactly what the New South Wales government was looking for when they supported this event. Well, I guess so. Uh, it was certainly a good result for New South Wales. The overall... Uh, attendance, four-day attendance, was estimated at more than 70,000 people. I think that's a very conservative number. There were um, there was a four-day attendance of 50,000 um, by uh, ticket holders and credential holders, and a further 20,000 estimated um, uh, from people who attended some of the free events, such as uh, the service park, the uh, rally show at the start on Thursday night, the remote service park out at Kingscliff on Sunday, and uh, and other free events which brought the uh, the attendance up to uh, more than 70,000. I hasten to add that that's not 70,000 people, that's a four-day attendance, so it includes people who went 
for, for the four days. Um, but uh, a, a fantastic result, way, way in excess of what the organisers had uh, had anticipated or even dared to hope for. Well, rallying has always had a, a very strong base in the eastern coast of Australia, and I guess it's testimony to that if you put on a world-class quality event, people will travel and they'll make the effort. And uh, we did see that with the Loyal Rally fans going to Western Australia each year, but now it looks like even the casual observer had the opportunity. It was in, within reach for them, being Father's Day and all, probably uh, gave uh, a few families the opportunity to go and celebrate Father's Day with their dad. I'm sure you, you're quite right. It's fair to say that um, that the people of the Tweed and Kyogel Shires in, in northern New South Wales mostly didn't know what was coming, and uh, that may have accounted for some of the opposition to the event, but um, they certainly did once it was on. The excitement uh, really kicked into gear the past, in the final 10 days before the event. Ticket sales went mad, and um, by the time the rally came around, uh, the Northern Rivers community and the Northern Rivers media were just absolutely 110% behind Repco Rally Australia. And uh, it turned out to be exciting, as I said. It turned out to be a great community event, um, symbolised by the fact that uh, Abu Dhabi Tourism, which uh, of course sponsors um, the BP Ford team, awarded its um, special Spirit of the Rally Award to the people in the community of the Kyogle and uh, and Tweed Shires, which I think was a was a wonderful tribute to it. So. Um, uh, it has been a, a very, very successful event. Well, Chris, uh, I do know that Saturday, it was a, a, a disappointing, I think it was Saturday now, that uh, we did see some protests, but interestingly enough, when uh, when it came to light what was been happening, all the uh, official groups that have been doing the protesting immediately backed away and said, no, no, that's not, even though they were against it, that wasn't the type of action that they wanted protesters to take. Well, and, uh, um, and it had to be remembered that uh, they succeeded in um, in causing the cancellation of Special Stage 6 on Friday and subsequently uh, the event organisers uh, decided to cancel the rerunning of that stage on Friday afternoon. But apart from that, um, we satisfactorily and without incident completed 33 of the scheduled 35 stages. That's the most number of stages in a World Rally Championship round this year. and. Um, uh, while there were some protests and pockets of protests, the protest crowds uh, were relatively small and, uh, as I say, you have to put that in the context of uh, an attendance of 70-odd thousand over four days uh, uh, really um, shows where the support was for this rally and it was, it was right behind the rally and it was, um, it was certainly not against it. There were many other people, Craig, who uh, are residents along the route who... Um, who hosted parties, brought in friends and hosted parties. Now nobody knows, uh, nobody's able to count exactly how many people were there um, in those uh, private front yard parties. But what a wonderful thing to be able to do, to set up in your front yard, put the barbie on, put a shade cover over and a few tents and get an esky and watch the World Rally Championship racing past your door. Mm. And I guess uh, one other thing we should touch on is that uh, this was really a godsend for uh, that tweed area because uh, one of the big long-standing uh, motorsport features up there was the speed on the tweed and it had come under some doubt of its future but with the rally on up there the organisers were able to link in with some synergies and, and now it looks like the tweed, speed on the tweed will be able to uh, continue on successfully. 
That's right. They also had a very good weekend with around about uh, 180, 190 cars. And uh, Jack Brabham and Dick Johnson were uh, inaugurated into the Australian Walk of Fame on uh, on Sunday um, as part of their presence at Speed on Tweed. So it uh, also continued as um, as a wonderful community event and, of course, a wonderful historic and classic motorsport event. It will be back next year. Repco Rally Australia returns to northern New South Wales in 2011, but Speed on Tweed will now continue to be an annual event. Well, Chris, it's a pleasure to catch up with you once again, and, uh, well, I guess we have to look forward for two years' time now to head back up there for uh, the next Austra- Rally Australia, Repco Rally Australia. You're absolutely right, but meantime, I'm looking forward to Spain at the end of this month, which will be the penultimate round of the WRC. It's a tarmac round in which Sebastian Loeb always does well. He's... Um, He's now five points behind Mikko Hervinen um, as a result of the, um, the post-event uh, uh, penalty. And uh, he's going to have to win in, um, in Spain. And he's probably going to have to win in Great Britain or, uh, uh, or see uh, any significantly behind him. Uh, and uh, I think now we're going to see the World Championship decided in the last round in, in, in Great Britain uh, later this year. Well, it's uh, absolutely fantastic to see uh, the Repco Rally Australia and rallying of the international level back here in Australia. Chris, we appreciate your time. Thank you. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.